Time for some overlooked stocks. George Tillis has movers that you missed in today's action. George, let's get some comfort from, well, good old fuzzy teddy bears. That was the best thing to own in today's big unwind of risk assets. Build a bear was up like 20%. How does that work? Yeah, it's up 20%, OJ, but look at the last six months. I mean, the stock is on a, on a tear, so to speak, but this is a yeah. specialty retailer, and I think it's a really uh, an, an impressive value proposition because if you think about Build-A-Bear when it comes to, you know, uh, producing stuffed animals that are customized, by the way, for uh, for kids. I've heard, yeah. Maybe teens if they're still into that kind and of what stuff. I understand you, adults, I don't know. you build it. I could be wrong. That's I've right. never done it, but from what I understand, That's you what? build the bear, right? Yeah, you you customize it, and one of the things about the customization is it's online software and direct-to-consumer, which is an important factor in what its growth prospects are going forward. But it also has retail outlets that are either either company-owned, but also a mix of franchise-owned, as well as uh, commercial licensing rights or exclusive licensing rights to their brand. And I think this is a company that is a value proposition from a brand standpoint, because if you think about it, it really isn't a substitute for this company in terms of what they do to provide the marketplace. Uh, you know, in terms of being able to customize bears and even using some online and, and mobile software to do so that's 3D animated for uh, for kids. Uh, I think their uh, expansion overseas in the international space is also pretty uh, pretty interesting, but it's a 25-year-old-plus company. Uh, it was exclusively more of a retailer that was in malls, but now is becoming uh, an international brand that has a lot of direct-to-consumer prospects. Now, did report earnings today. There was a catalyst, uh, and the stock was up nicely. Uh, today, alongside a nice move in the last uh, six months. Again, six months is important because it represents two quarters now of some solid reported earnings, but they beat the uh, the revenue by about 10 million, coming at 95 million. So that was a beat by about 12% and also came in on an adjusted basis of uh, 38 cents versus uh, an expected loss on an adjusted basis, but their gap profitability actually matched their non-GAAP profitability are close to that, which is about 36 cents. And they also guided higher for hmm. the entirety of fiscal year 2021, ratcheted all of their sales higher from around 380 to close to 400 million, as well as EBITDA, uh, somewhere in the realm of about 55 to 60 million versus 45 to 50 million. So overall, the company's margin profiles have been expanding. Top line sales were up 27% on the quarter. Now that was less than last quarter's 97 percent year over year, but you got to look at the comps from uh, Q3's, I'm sorry, Q2 numbers versus the previous year. People were still sort of apprehensive because of the lockdown and weren't shopping. And now we're starting to see normalized revenue growth, but not normalized price action because the company's profit profile is pretty impeccable relative to its uh, its top line sales. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, when you're looking for a loss on the bottom line, and they're able to do a positive number, yep. and you're used to seeing a loss and flips over, that's usually good for a pretty big rally. Uh, so 20% build a bear, you know, it's simple. You don't need any futuristic stuff here. You don't need any fancy tech, exactly. genomic editing or electric vehicles, just teddy bears. Incredible, what a story, $22. Stock was trained below four bucks earlier on in the year. However, George, I know this thing is like a Reddit meme, you know, internet sensation because I tweeted about it yep. and I put the cash tag BBW and it was filled up with all these automatic trader responses you know where they search the hashtag or the cash tag yep. and they you know let me show you how to trade build a bear like four of those popped up so that means it's in reddit crosshairs which means you've got to be on your toes even if it looks like it only goes up those trades when they unwind are ugly 
They are, and there's an element of that. There's been sort of a social theme behind Build-A-Bear because it's really a nostalgic. When we talked about how there was sort of this nostalgia sure. trade that was going on early in the year with a lot of- AMC, you know, Hertz, yeah. Nokia. Nokia. Exactly, so there's a lot of herd mentality, but, but I will say this, OJ, despite that component of it, uh, the financials. If you look at the financials, you know, for anybody who's short this stock, you know, they would they would choose otherwise. I didn't look at the short interest. It's like, I don't think it's a short interest play per se, uh, because the financials look very remarkable. And you have to think about the company's performance from a direct-to-consumer standpoint. I think the, the, the brand power it has, the licensing revenue it's generating, and this is a high-margin uh, component of its business, as well as the international uh, uh, franchises that are that are expanding for Build-A-Bear. It's a growing company. And, and it's, like I said, a, a growing company with a brand. Also, their products are in high demand. People are paying high prices for them because wow. anything has to do with your kids, you're going to pay up for. Trust me, I know this. Right. Yeah, I believe uh, you. But uh, but if you look at if you look at profit margins that are uh, are essentially nearly you know uh, you know 43 uh, percent for the company, we're seeing a pretty remarkable growth rate considering, uh, of course, 27 percent uh, revenue growth. So in other words, if you're getting 40 percent year over year EPS growth. And that is nearly double your revenue growth. The stock should go higher than it is. All right. Wow. Teddy bears. What a racket. Incredible. Uh, George, all right, let's keep it going. Got a couple other ones for us. We got to jam through these ones, GT. MP. Okay. Uh, the one that we just saw doing all that mineral construction and mining on the uh, footage coming into this block. Shares are trained right below March levels, which is their high. This is like rare materials, though, right? It is. This is rare earth minerals. We talked about some lithium companies in the last few yeah. weeks, OJ. LAC. This is another play on uh, on the, the demand for minerals, and especially here for MP, very unique is it's basically the only uh, uh, rare earth miner in the United States, and they have about 15% market share globally, whereas about 85% is, ch yeah, sorry, 80% is China. And I think this is essentially a play on electric vehicles, also wind turbines, and many of the advanced technologies that use rare earth minerals, but I think it's also a policy pivot. Perhaps the Biden administration is more apt to support domestic uh, mineral and mining companies uh, because we need a source of rare earth minerals that is close to, uh, you know, uh, so maybe China doesn't have some political or economic leverage against the United States. So I think there's, there's also a component of these uh, mineral stocks being an inflation hedge. I have noticed that some of the gold mining stocks have been actually ramping higher, despite the fact that gold may not be, OJ, because I think we're seeing that share shift still with Bitcoin being mm. favored versus gold as an inflation hedge. But the miners themselves have performed well, and I think the lithium miners here at MP Materials and the rare earth miners, uh, which again is utilized in, in so many different uh, uh, you know avenues of production, whether it's uh, you know uh, electric vehicles, telephones, and all electronics, I think this is a, a play for uh, you know EV play. I think it's also a materials play, but also, like I said, a play on domestic security but if you just look at its top line sales they're growing quarter over quarter and year over year last year last quarter they reported 275 million uh in the last year but 143 percent growth year over year previous quarter it was up about 43 percent when it comes down to uh mm. to top line sales so their their uh revenue growth is improving okay their pro profitability is also pretty impeccable this is another company with 40 plus percent profit margins uh over the last uh, year and uh, this is pretty remarkable profit margin for a company that's in minerals and mining. Wow, all right. And uh, some pretty rare stuff here. Prazio Dimium. I studied material science. I don't know what the heck that is. That's but I right. Guess they, use it in, uh, 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 they use it in industrial engines and uh, in uh, lighters too. 
kind of metal. So uh, pretty rare stuff. Uh, interesting find, George, trading near the highs. And uh, maybe a little bit more of a diversified portfolio than just some of the pure lithium players we've seen get a lot of attention with the EV stuff. Uh, George, thank you. Overlook stocks, nice Nice finds, George. Uh, interesting. Appreciate it, GT, our contributor from Salt Lake with the movers that you missed in today's session.